Yo, what's good, people? I'm back third day in a row. Real quick, I usually... I don't really be chunk, uh, cranking out episodes like this, man, but I've been on fire just reading some of the shit that's going on on social media. And I had a conversation today that inspired today's episode. Today, I'm going to talk about why a lot of guys ask me, what's up with all the black MGTOWs? Essentially, why black men are going their own way. I want to talk about how brothers have been doing this shit before it was called that, before it got poisoned by the mainstream and the alt-right and all these infiltration groups, the PUAs and all that other shit. But I'm going to talk about that. We're going to talk about black people today. I know, another black people episode. Excuse me. I'm a tr- I, I got to stay politically correct on this. And dance around the underlying topic, but you're gonna know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about it. First off, before it was called MGTOW and black men were essentially eternal bachelors, is it because within the confines of a relationship, a lot of black men don't put up with the bullshit that women do? What do I mean by that? A lot of women, once they get that commitment tied down, they start drawing back on the shit that we essentially hooked up with them for. The sex falls off, the cooking falls off, the cleaning falls off, the ladylikeness falls off, her kindness falls off, and the real her comes out. Now, that's not me being sexist saying women should suck more dick or blah, 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 blah. If you're gonna be you, be you. Just don't expect a man to stick around when you lure him in with sex as a weapon and then pull that shit off the table as soon as you he commit to your ass. That's neither here nor there, though. Another reason a lot of black men were essentially bachelors before it became MGTOW later on in life is because there's a lot of brothers that look good later on in their life. They still maintain some type of, you know, physical SMV. You know how to look some money status, sexual market value, all that shit. But... I want to cover why so many men are eternal bachelors, essentially, especially black men. All right, first, as I recycle the beat real quick, I'm going to knock down the shaming tactics because you know there's tons of them when it comes to talking about this shit. First one I'm going to go ahead and knock out of the park is the incel accusation. A lot of black men that are long-term bachelors and now what today you're calling MGTOWs got kids and shit. Not all. There are brothers who've had their share of pussy and they aren't incels. And spoiler alert, well, uh, to be politically correct, I'll say Wakandan women aren't exactly hard to sleep with. So the the, the reference to the tremendous high, uh, high amount of black male incels or black male TFLers, there are a lot of frustrated brothers and anime geeks and nerds and all that, but you can fall backwards into some Wakandan hatchet wound, if you will. 
That being said, there's also, I want to debunk, or you can believe it or not, I'm going to debunk it. You don't have to believe my term or the way I look at it, but let me just give my shot at it. The black male abandoning chicks after knocking them up and then not taking care of their kids and whatnot. I'll state this. If given fair opportunity to parent their child and not be harassed and chased down by the women because they ain't together. Because a lot of times you see these bitches running after the dude is because he ain't fucking her no more. Or he's got a new chick and he, she got replaced. When a man does something what is what looks like hypergamy, essentially, females flip the fuck out. They can't accept that shit lying down. Dudes gotta take hypergamy on the chin. But when, you know, Dirty Dick Rodney run off with the thinner, younger girl or thinner, younger sister... That shit don't go by. That's why she tried to chop his ass with a baby. It's called sperm jacking. And yes, in those situations, brothers run off. And I don't know. I don't condone not parenting your children. But in them situations, you get what you ask for when you sperm jack a nigga. Furthermore, I also want to talk about how you say, how there's this perception that oh the, the these black bitches are all losers and ugly and blah blah blah. I've done like four episodes on shaming tactics, and I'm not gonna be at a dead horse too much with that. But I'll just say this: like, so what? Let's say a dude is a little overweight or ugly or whatever, got a little dick, he hates himself, his mama black, blah 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 blah. I still don't change the fact that the marriage rate is absolutely in the tank and it started with the black community. Now, I'm not one to, I guess, write a situation off as oppression and white people and blah, 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 blah. And that's not because I'm dismissive of those talking points, but this is just, I'm tired of hearing about it. You've been, we've been complaining about white people forever and ain't shit changed. Unless motherfuckers want to get up and take action for it, for their lives. But that's neither here nor there. But what I'm going to discuss about black male, essentially eternal black male bachelorhood is, uh, uh, a lot of it boils down to money. A lot of sisters are in the working in the uh, what do you call it in the job market. They they're doing quite well because one because of their education, two because they qualify as a double minority, and the company can avoid hiring extra minorities if they hire one black woman because that's essentially two. You got a woman and you got a black person. Bam, two minorities in one. Neither here nor there. What I'm referring to is the black man may not have access to the amount of wealth that your average woman, black, white, or other, is looking for. And with that comes her eternal disappointment, her wanting a you know, monkey branch on him. He's going to bring her what she may perceive as, you know, the alpha sexuality, some status. Then some of that status is negative because if it's an interracial relationship or if she's a black woman with a brother and 
She may have white friends with white guys that make more money than him. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be a conflict of interest with the, with the status of your average black man. Now, it's not to infer that black men are broke, but because there are, there are less, less of us running around with 100K or better a year, we're always going to head, butt heads with women and, and as far as long-term relationships. So a lot of brothers just started saying, fuck it. They got, there are a lot of black men in the trade, in the blue collar trade fields. And that's where I suggest people look because there's a lot of people with educations working at the cheesecake factory and the blue collar sector is always, I think it's going to be continuous and always be available. That's neither here nor there. There are a lot of brothers in that sector. Now there's good money there. I mean, working for the city, garbage drivers and shit, trucking, uh, shipping, there could be careers, and I'm sure there are careers where they make 100K. I know brothers making 50 to 70, so it's good money there. But that's neither here nor there. A lot of women are out here looking for dudes with six figures. I always go back to what every woman wants, uh, at least at the, the baseline. is the three sixes, six feet tall, six-pack abs, six-figure income. Now, the two... One of those, you can't help your height. Two, I guess you could always work on your fitness. And the other one, it's going to be hard for a lot of people to make. Or maybe they won't get there until they're 40. Which brings me to my next subject as far as blackmail, bachelorhood, which leads to MGTOW. Alright, now, again, I'm going to try to avoid bashing in this episode, because every, t- every piece of criticism that you levy toward the quote-unquote Wakandan woman is bashing, but I'm talking about the men here in Eternal Bachelorhood, and why I think the original MGTOWs, at least in the, you know, from the 80s, 90s to now, were black men. Now other men started doing it because of economic reasons and social reasons and all that other shit. But let me get into, well, as far as potential and what happens with a lot of brothers and why they may have frustrations as far as long-term relationships within their community. A lot of men, they don't hit, hit their stride until 35 or 40. And what I mean is you ain't, you're not going to peak Financially, in in your twenties, uh, most men. Like, even if you're a factory worker, you work at, you got a good job, UPS, whatever you want to call it. You got a good blue collar child, right? You might got to put in 15 years over there before you get up to the 50k and higher, right? And that is the internal community conflict, is because women within the black community are like dudes who are still working on their potential in their 30s ain't shit. And I'm like, this dude might hit his shit at 40 or 35. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of brothers I've seen. All right, now he's 34. Now he's the shit. But these chicks are writing brothers off. And that's where their conflict is because they want the pookies and the Ray Rays, but they also want that man who's peaked financially. And so there's this conflict between the genders that when the men 
are around their peak, particularly 35 to 40. They got money, they established, and hopefully they kept their dick, you know, practiced dick discipline. They don't got no kids. A 34, 35 year old brother looking around, and I'm like, I'm not going, after getting all these resources, I'm not gonna fucking dump this shit into, a, into, into raising other people's kids. But you, you, you either gonna pick a single mom or pick nothing or pick outside your race, which that's cooning. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna shame the fuck out of you for that. So, what is a man to do? Some are just gonna go MGTOW. And when I mean MGTOW, like a lot of MGTOW are out here pumping and dumping, still dating and shit. So, stop with the incel and TFL shit. These dudes just ain't committing to you hoes, and that's why you're mad. I'm going to get off specifically talking about like one race and go overall MGTOW real quick. Now, I don't mean to dismiss dudes that are, that would qualify as an incel or a TFL from MGTOW, but when I look at and think about MGTOW, I'm thinking about dudes that have either been through a divorce, been through some shit, like a... you know, the homie Marcus that went viral on Worldstar. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I'm not talking about... They might be a part of the community, but I'm not talking about them. Because you, you dudes, no disrespect, but y'all are the ones that are like the example that y'all that we get beat over... The other people get beat over the heads with. So, why would a man say, I'm just going to not deal with women long term? I'm not even going to deal with the emotional shit because you're just going to use shaming tactics and deflect a man for being human and getting hurt, right? So I'm not talking about pain, rejection, none of that shit. Let's talk about common law marriage and marriage law and alimony. There are over 31 states in the union that give out lifetime alimony. You know what that is? That means... If your relationship, I think, is if, if it goes beyond seven years and fails, no, it, most of the time, human relationships begin and end all the time. So that's why I'm like, why are we punishing people for these things ending? So it ends, right? Government steps in, it's like, you got to pay this woman for the rest of your fucking life. I even saw an article where they arrested an 88-year-old man because he married a woman 10 years younger than her, him. So the 70-something-year-old wife... Her ex-wife was like, where the fuck my alimony at? Well, this nigga was 80-something and on his deathbed. And they ar- they were going to try to arrest his ass from fucking his deathbed. Because he wasn't paying the fucking alimony. Lifetime alimony is some absolute horse shit. Now, you know what the fucked up thing is? You don't even got to be married to a hoe to end up on that shit. Common law marriage. Common law marriage used to be... You live with a chick for a year, and they'll put your ass on alimony too. 
Now, a lot of chicks will dismiss it. Well, not all women want that. I would never collect it. Bullshit. Stop lying to me. You're full of shit. Go sit down, ladies. I'm talking to the men. There are states and places that are removing the the 12-month provision from the fucking common law thing. So basically, all you got to do is cohabitate or be in a relationship with a chick and just have her prove that she was dependent on you for something. You could just be her fuck buddy dinner date guy. You don't even let her live together. And she could probably go in there and cry for some alimony because I've seen this happen with a dude I worked with when I was in Florida. Florida got that same shit. And Florida was about to put this nigga on fucking alimony because he dumped his ex. Like, y'all really on one with this shit. Next thing, I don't want to get into it because here's the thing. I got a little disclaimer. I don't, I don't know how to put this. I don't fully disagree with child support laws. I disagree with them when you're talking about exceeding you know, depriving the man of providing for himself to have a decent life. Like if I'm, let's say, for example, the dude, let's say average income, right? You got a guy that makes 50K a year. You should not set his child support at 30. So leave him with 20 because after taxes, he's already, he's only taking home like 35 anyway. So you're talking about leaving that man with, with 15K. If you take 20 a year out of his pocket to pay for his, his old lady, right? Number two, women are, <sighs> I got to go here. The fairer sex is not very good with money. I said it. I'm not sponsored. This ain't a paid podcast, and I don't have ads up on this shit. So this is, you know, I don't, there's no reason for this to get censored. But they are absolutely horrible with money. And if you don't believe me, just look around with the women you know in your in your life that are in their fifties. Do they have a retirement plan, or was their retirement plan? Uh, Find a good man later on in life. Exactly. Now, to get back on the uh, child support issue, here's my problem with that. The woman always gets custody. Always. Why? Doesn't anybody ever ask this? Why? There's no way in hell that 96, I think it's 96 or 97% of fathers are inept at taking full custody. Seeing as they're the ones that are making the money, you figure, hey, instead of me taking money from one parent to give to the other, I'm just going to put the child in the house with the person that makes the money, then they can afford the daycare and all that other upkeep themselves. Problem solved. No need for an exchange of money. Well, no, the state don't do that because my, my feminism. But that's neither here nor there. That's another reason a lot of black men are saying fuck it. To, to specifically talk to the point that I have discussions with a lot of guys, I think particularly non-black men are always like, there are a lot of black MGTOW. Now, the dating coaches are going to say, oh, that's because a lot of these black men are raised in single mother homes and there's a done ton of incels and blah, 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 blah. Sure. Are there black incels? Mm, I doubt as high as any other race of men because I think what happens with the black men that don't get any ass within their own community date interracially a black nerd can go get some ass outside of his race maybe a white nerd can't 
Nothing's no diss on my white nerd homies. Shout out to y'all. I'm here playing Fortnite with y'all. Um, yeah, man. That that new chamber Texas is some bullshit. But yeah, man, that's a lot. A lot of black men have been doing this shit since the '90s, before social media, before the word MGTOW was coined. There were a lot of black men that said, "Fuck it." And the black single motherhood rate is what it is. You know, you could say hoes is out being hoes, dudes ain't taking care of the kids. But I think a lot of it is, or like in between the middle, you got this big group. You got these bullheaded, strong-minded, just women that people can't tolerate. Like they're toxic people. They're toxic human beings. You're essentially a human tornado. And they're not the physical weather, weather phenomenon tornado, but being around these people are like, it's like being in the middle of the eye of a tornado. And nobody can withstand that shit for too long. So a lot of men just get thrown out. And that's why you see so many black bachelors later in life. Alright guys, closing segment. Now, this might be a controversial topic, but just bear with me. This is about men being fed up. Not in general, not just black men. Now, I've spoken about on previous episodes about how men are having to provide what was essentially from the 1950s. That social contract is still in place. Women's have been liberated from what expectations they had, which is all well and good, right? If we can't, if we are not liberated, that's where it's fucked up. Nobody wants to acknowledge that. But what I want to talk about is how men are fed up with the dynamic today. Now, this ain't whining, this ain't me complaining, I'm not no incel or you want to write it off. As the dating coaches would say, this nigga's just not competing and blah, 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 and picking wrong. No, I'm not talking about peeking, peacocking, and fucking hoes to sleep. Shout out to AMS. What I'm talking about is the overall dynamic of how the dating market is. You go online, online dating especially is one of the places where this is prevalent. I say women rated 1 to 8, probably 1 to 7, they all want male 10s. Males, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten, they're fine dating a female seven. The market is skewed, a la the uh, 80 20 rule. But that's not why men are mad. Men are mad because we commit. And then there's these never ending, the never ending shit tests. The pretending that she doesn't know how to do laundry. Or she doesn't know how to cook all of a sudden. The disdain for hobbies you had the entire relationship that she now all of a sudden doesn't like. So she can use that as, a, as an excuse to go cheat. It isn't that she dislikes your hobbies or any, or you changed. The fact is that she found better. And so she's using something that she didn't mind about you as a flaw now to justify her hypergamy. Fair play. As the dating coaches say, we have we have to compete, burden burden of performance, blah blah blah. But men are sick of the state holding a gun to their head. We're not mad at women. We're sick of the state enforcing our end of the bargain. 
There's no gun to a woman's head saying you got to keep his dick moisturized for the rest of your life. But I got I got to keep her bank account balanced for the rest of my life. We even don't care about the as far as much as we roast the wall and women aging and all that shit. For the most part, men don't give a fuck about the wall. I mean, in a long-term relationship, that's not what we value. Yeah, you hook up with her for her looks, but I'm talking about long-term. I'm talking about life. Because we live much longer than 30 or 40 years, hopefully. And where I'm going is, I think both genders are guilty of this, is that we blow our first half of our lives forgetting that we got the decade of our 50s, our 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and if we're lucky, 80s and 90s. If we're lucky. Very rare. So, like a lot of women, we can't get mad at them. They're going to do them, right? They blow the last 50 to 60 years of their life because the 20s just had to be Yas bitch and YOLO. Whatever. I'm not saying they have to be traditional and get married and all that other shit. But when they get the baby rabies, aka the 30 years old, 30 something years old, the eggs start drying up, they start craving a little stability. You as a man have to come in and give everything from the 1950s to her. And not only that, but these 2018 chicks, they don't stop shit testing you. She'll forget how to do laundry. As I spoke before, she'll forget the skills that she has for what she's supposed to be doing around the house and whatnot. She'll be distant sexually. And this ain't all women, and this ain't all relationships, and I'm not even talking about me. I'm just saying in general with the never-ending shit testing of being with a modern woman. Here's the thing. Once we do long-term commitment and you secure the bag as the gold digging Shira, whatever the hell her name is on YouTube would say, you, you shit test need to end. You need to sit your ass down. You need to shut the fuck up. Take my credit card. Go do you. I'm going to go to work. You need to be sucking and fucking on a regular basis. And that ain't like saying that you need you are some type of sexual tool for me to use. But what I'm referring to is... If you are able to spend a healthy amount of the money and the resources that I go out and get, then we need to have healthy, intimate, you know what I'm saying? Bunker bustering sessions. <sighs> but men are fed up because y'all aren't doing that. And the joke with a lot of the MGTOW guys who, and on the YouTube particularly, not real MGTOW guys, that talk about, oh, I'm just going to opt out completely and get this $5,000 sex doll. You look at those dolls, I'm like, they actually look pretty good. They aren't robots. They don't do dishes. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they don't probably don't get warm like real pussy. So a lot of dudes are like, eh, I'll hold off. You know, 40 years from now, maybe that technology will be great, but I'm going to be an old ass man at that point. So MGTOWs in the 2060s will probably be good to go. Because they'll be able to replace a woman with a robot. But for now, we still got to deal with these real bitches. And these real bitches are bringing real problems. Now look, the chicks are actually, speaking of those 
inanimate dolls made out of silicone, bitches are mad at them. Because she's like, oh, you're replacing a woman. Oh, these guys are sick. And a lot of us are like, no, you just got to bring more to the table than an inanimate object. Why is that so hard? (sighs) Again, men are just fed up because they feel they're bringing more for less. And I don't want to go forever. I can on this subject. I really could. And maybe I'm just rambling. I don't know. You tell me, fellas. Am I tripping? Or does it seem like men, the the regular guy, which is 80% of men, we got to pay Ferrari prices for Honda Civics. And we don't, we don't want to do that. Excuse me. We don't deserve that. Say what you want about me. Say what you want about MGTOW men. Call them incels. Say they're perverts and they got little dicks and their mama's black and they hate themselves. It doesn't change the fact that there's something wrong with the world to where motherfuckers can't even have regular lifestyles, regular relationships. Why is it abnormal for a motherfucker to want to get with somebody, have kids and have a family and, and be normal? That's abnormal in today's society. Because these 2018 females are looking for 1950s men, but they can't be 1950s females. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Or maybe this is why more and more men are just going to do what either A, the dating coach thing, and just pump and dump all you chicks, or go MGTOW. And the MGTOWs are pumping up in chicks anyway, some of them. So, balls in y'all court, ladies. Fellas, you keep doing you. Remember to keep you remember practice dick discipline and always find that validation from yourself because guys looking for female validation like the incels are always going to fail. They're always going to fall, find a barren land. I don't leave it at that. You validate yourself, black man and all men, because you're the one that's going to matter to you. Nobody else. I'm out.